Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The only thing necessary for evil to prevail is that good men and women do nothing. I am simply a mouthpiece for good men and women around the world who want to make a difference. The engagement and the involvement of ordinary people is what is going to change our criminal justice system. Many have tried and failed, but the only difference between them and me is I'm bringing an army with me. This is Truth and Justice. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Truth and Justice. I'm your host, Bob Ruff, and let me start things out right away by warning you that by the end of this episode, I may not have a voice left. I've been battling a cold all week and woke up this morning with some pretty severe laryngitis. I had almost no voice at 5 o'clock this morning. I spent the last seven hours drinking some nasty concoction that Becky made for me of apple cider vinegar, lemons, cayenne pepper, and honey, and it seems to have given me my voice back, at least temporarily. But just as a warning, as the episode goes on, if my voice gets worse, that's why. But now let's move on to the content of today's show. For nearly a year now, I have been talking to you about Ed's case. By now, we know everything there is to know about Ed. We know everything there is to know about his family and even the suspects in this case. As you know, we're just one week away from wrapping up Ed's story on the podcast. But before we move on to our next case, I want to take this episode to remind all of us myself included, that this is not just Ed's case. This is not just about finding truth and justice for Ed. We are also here to find justice for Elnora. On July 22, 1993, a beautiful soul was stolen away from the world. Elnora left behind many people who loved her dearly and still miss her to this day. Today's episode is not about Ed's case. Today, I want to talk to you about the woman whose life was ended in her prime. Today... We honor Elnora. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Audible. All right, everybody, pay attention, because I'm about to give you a book recommendation that was actually recommended to me by Johnny Pryor in my visit with her a few weeks ago. While I was visiting with Johnny and we were talking about Ed's case, Johnny told me that she had just started reading a book called Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Brian Stevenson is a real-life attorney that worked to help the wrongfully convicted on death row. And this book is his first-hand account of all these stories. Johnny had told me that when she read this book, tears were streaming down her face, and because of what I do, I just had to read it. But as I'm sure you all know, my life is pretty busy and a little bit chaotic. Not only do I produce three podcasts every week, but I have a wife and four kids. So my free time is limited to when I'm in the shower, 
on the treadmill, or in the car. So I haven't had time to actually read a book in months and months and months. But that's why I use Audible. This is a product that I've used long before they were ever a sponsor of the show. So for those of you that don't know, this is what Audible is. Audible is a free app that can be downloaded onto your iPhone, iPad, Android, or Windows phone. You can also use it on any iOS device, and it's also available on the Amazon Fire tablets. So what Audible is, is the best place to download and listen to audiobooks. I know a ton of you out there have very busy schedules like I do. And when Johnny Pryor told me that I needed to read Just Mercy, I was dying to get my hands on it. But there's just no way I was going to have time right now to sit down and read a book. But I went right to my Audible app, and I downloaded Just Mercy with one of my free credits, and I'm already 11 chapters into it. And it is gripping. Every one of you listening to the show needs to go check out Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. And Audible is the perfect way to do it. Because all of you listening like to listen to the spoken word. And that's what Audible's all about. When you sign up for an Audible membership, the membership includes one free audiobook a month, exclusive sales that feature 30% off regularly priced audiobooks, and unlimited access to channels content. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible is my new way to read books and has been for a long time. I've used it to listen to textbooks on criminal profiling, behavior analysis. My kids use it to listen to books, and so does my wife. And the beautiful part about Audible is that it tracks your progress across multiple devices. So if I'm listening to Just Mercy on my phone in the car, and then later in the day when I get into the studio, I can bring it up on my iPad, and it'll pick up right where I left off. And just when you thought Audible couldn't get any better, they're giving a special offer to Truth and Justice listeners. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. And all you have to do is go to audible.com truth and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com truth. That's audible.com truth and get started today. Elnora Griffin was born on March 19, 1946. She was one of eight children born to her mother, Myrtle Hunter. According to Johnny, Elnora's mother was affectionately referred to by the family as Aunt Sugar. I never did get an explanation as to why, but the nickname reminds me of my own grandmother, Grandma Candy, and I do know why we called her that. Elnora was the oldest daughter born to Aunt Sugar. She had five brothers and two sisters. I don't know a lot about Elnora's childhood. In order to get some insight into her life as a child, I'd like to read to you what her family had to say at Ed's second trial. The family was allowed to testify during the sentencing phase. This is what Elnora's mother had to say. It has been real hard on us. I don't have the words to express. Unless you have lost a daughter in the way that I lost mine, you wouldn't understand what I'm talking about. Something was taken out of my life that can't be replaced. That's a link of the family's chain that can never be replaced. Elnora's mother Myrtle passed away in 2012. She was 90 years old. As a parent, I cannot imagine the heartbreak of losing a child in any way, much less this way. I'm reminded of my own grandmother's heartbroken cry at the funeral of my Uncle John. You're not supposed to have to bury your children. 
Sadly, my grandmother suffered this three times, and so did Aunt Sugar. Elnora was deeply loved and adored by her mother. Elnora was not just a victim. Elnora was also a daughter. As I mentioned, Elnora was one of eight children. She was the oldest daughter, and therefore also took on a motherly role to some of her siblings. These were her sister Linda's words at trial. The loss is so significant, and there's not a day that I don't go by and think about my sister emotionally, how I suffered and still hurt every day, and painfully how she suffered during her last moments of her life. She was more like, instead of a sister, a mother to me. She was considerably, maybe not considerably older, but at least 10 years older than me. She was someone that I looked up to for guidance and mentorship, and she also taught me truthfully right and wrong. And I could depend on her for the things that no one else can tell you that she could tell me and be my friend. There would just be moments when I would want to pick up the phone and ask Elnora, what do you think, so-and-so, and I'm painfully reminded that I won't have that opportunity. More than that, I missed the opportunity of saying goodbye to her. I would have liked to have explained to her how I loved her, and I appreciate all that she has done and all that she is to our family as to the stability and the rock, and it's not just when my holidays are by. I would like to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, but because we're not physically there anymore, I light my candle. I don't forget about her, but it's still an aching pain because I wonder how are you doing and if I could only tell you how we feel. Elnora was more than just a sister in the sense. She was more than just a friend. She had a tremendous impact on my life and life of my sister. There are three girls and five boys, so she really pushed forward to tell us the right thing to do as far as young ladies and married women. Elnora was more than the victim of a murder. Elnora was also a beloved sister. As Elnora grew up into adulthood, she had two children, Charles and Bonnie. Elnora's son Charles said this at trial. Elnora Griffin was a good friend. She was one of the best friends I ever had. Not only was she a friend, Elnora Griffin was my mother. I have a hard time expressing how I feel. I have two little kids, and my kids want to know where is Grandma. Why can't we go see her? I share Mother's Day with my mom at the cemetery now. The impact it has had on my life as a young man growing. Once I meant manhood, I wanted to have an adult relationship with my... To have a better relationship, not as a child, but as an adult that we can be on the same accord. My mother's life was taken from me, and I no longer have a chance to tell her goodbye, or hello, or have a relationship with my mom. That was my mother. You only get one. My life will never be the same. It's just a shallow empty spot in my heart. Charles' sister Bonnie, Elnora's daughter, also spoke. I feel like someone just snatched my heart out and walked on it. My whole life has been turned upside down. You see, that was my mother, still and always will be. She was the backbone in my family. I can't call my mom anymore. I miss my mom saying, Bonnie, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud that you're my daughter. I love you. I don't get to hear those words anymore. My mother raised us. 
We were raised in a good Christian home. My mother taught me right from wrong. My life will never be the same. Elnora was not just a woman whose life was taken from her. Elnora Griffin was also a mother who was deeply loved by her children. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At 47 years old, Elnora had two grown children. In January of 1993, she made the decision to pack up all of her things and move to Tyler, Texas to start her life over. Her move has really been a mystery for a long time, but after sitting down and talking with Elnora's cousins, Johnny and Leon, her move finally makes sense to me. A few months back, I was in town, the first time I met Leon, and he was explaining to me that Elnora was working at a church in Dallas. He said that she worked there as a secretary. And with a new open records request, we now have the documentation from that job. She was not only the secretary, but she also lived in the evangelist's house while he was out evangelizing. Part of her duties was to take care of the home. In the fall of 92, the evangelist returned, and the church could no longer afford to maintain a full-time secretary. Her previous employer wrote a very nice letter of recommendation. In it, it says that Elnora was kind, caring, and extremely dedicated. But nonetheless, at this point, Elnora needed to find a new job. But that wasn't the only reason that she decided to leave Dallas. She looked that makes it. I think that was the first time Renisha ever ever came. But before that, you know, Renisha had cancer, so Elnora was keeping her when she was uh, I don't know if she went through radiation or what, but she was at Parker. I know she had cancer. Uh-huh. And then Renisha wanted to go stay with her dad. She was so excited. I know she was like, I'm so excited. I wanted to stay with my dad. I don't know who her dad was, but she wouldn't stay with her dad from Elnora. Her buddy was in forever. Okay, so then she, that, that. Throughout the last year, we've heard vague references to Elnora taking care of a sick granddaughter. I first heard about this from Margie Jackson, Ed's mother. Then I read about it in Leonard Mosley's transcripts and in his interviews with Tim Lowndes. 
but it was never clear exactly what that situation was. Johnny finally cleared this up for me. Elnora's daughter, Bonnie, had a daughter named Renisha. Renisha was diagnosed with cancer at a very young age. From what Johnny tells me, Bonnie was struggling to take care of Renisha and was moving to Alabama. Elnora volunteered to take Renisha into her home. From my understanding, Elnora basically raised Renisha. She raised her through years of chemotherapy and radiation, doctor's visit after doctor's visit. Renisha was Elnora's life. Remember back when we were reading Leonard Mosley's interview, and he said that Elnora had not dated in 12 years because she was raising her sick granddaughter. I believe that statement to be true. At that point in her life, Elnora's time was dedicated to her church, her job, and her granddaughter. Elnora moved to Tyler at a time when her whole world had been flipped upside down. She had lost her job, Renisha's cancer had been healed, and she left to go live with her father. Elnora moved to Tyler because she just wanted a change of scenery. She wanted to start over, to begin her life again at 47 years old. Knowing this just further adds to the tragedy of her loss. She was just beginning. Other than Johnny and Leon, Renisha is the only member of Elnora's family that has communicated with me. We've never spoken in person or even on the phone. All of our communications have been through text messaging. I find Renisha to be extremely kind-hearted, and she is still affected terribly by the death of her grandmother. In our last communication, Renisha told me that she is not comfortable interviewing on the show, but she did make one request. Renisha asked me to please give her grandmother her voice back. And that's exactly what I intend to do. Elnora Griffin should not be remembered as a victim, but rather a loving and caring grandmother. And aside from just all of Elnora's family connections, she was also an amazing friend. At this point, I had planned to let you all hear an interview with Elnora's best friend, Kubia Jackson. I spoke with Kubia two days ago, and she agreed to come onto the show to tell the world about her friend Elnora. But as often happens, by the time it came time to record the interview, Kubia had changed her mind. All I can assume is that the idea of being recorded and broadcast all around the world made Kubia nervous. And the same is true of Johnny Pryor. I called Johnny the other day as well and asked if she wanted to tell some stories about Elnora. Johnny was more than willing to open up to me when I was sitting there with her, but she too wasn't comfortable giving the interview over the phone. But I know from my conversations with Kubia and with Johnny that Elnora was indeed a loving and loyal friend. At the time of Elnora's passing, Kubia had only known Elnora for less than a year. And in that time, they'd become so close that they sat and spoke on the phone literally every single night. They were as close as friends could be, which speaks volumes to Elnora's character, considering the short amount of time that her and Kubia had known each other. Kubia's reluctance to come on the show as well as all of Elnora's family, really got me to thinking about what it is we're doing here. When working on cases of wrongful convictions, it's easy to get focused on the convicted, in this case, Ed. We work tirelessly to find the evidence that might be the key to freeing an innocent man. But that's not the only reason that we do this work. It's not the only reason that so many of you have offered your services and expertise to help. 
This is not just about justice for Ed. It is equally as important that we find justice for Elnora and that we find justice for her family and for her friends. Elnora was surrounded by people that loved her. In a conversation earlier this week, Ed was remembering Elnora and her relationship with his grandmother. She was, I mean, kind, sweet, I mean, never a problem. She was always smiling. I mean, if she could help you, I mean, I think, you know, if she could help you, she would, you know. I didn't get anything from her, but, you know, nice. My grandmother always talked good about her, you know, all the time, you know. So, my grandmother talking good about her, and I mean, it can't be nothing but good. Elnora Griffin was so much more than a victim of a heartless murder. Elnora was kind-spirited. She was an adored child to her mother. She was a beloved sister. She was a loving mother to her children. She was a selfless, loving, and caring grandmother. She was a loyal friend to everyone who ever had the pleasure of crossing paths with her. Elnora Griffin was a beautiful soul that was taken from this world far too early. I hope that all of you listening know and understand why we do this work. And I hope that if anyone who loved Elnora is listening, that you will see that this is not about getting the person out of prison who was convicted of the senseless murder. It's about finding the truth. It's about proving who actually did cut her life so short. And it is about finding the real killer of your mother, your sister, your grandmother, your cousin, and your friend. The true purpose behind what we are doing here is justice for Elnora. Truth and Justice is a production of New Beginning Incorporated. Our executive producer is Mike Bussing. Our logo was created by Tate Krupa, who can be reached on Facebook at Tate Krupa Graphic Design. I want to thank Shane Yoder for creating all of the music for the show. And don't forget that you can have Shane and his team of songwriters from Nashville write and record a custom song for you by going to putthemina.song.com. I want to thank our transcription team, Sarah Hoyt, Sarah Mueller, and Desiree Dunn. And as a quick message to all of you, first of all, as always, I want to thank you for all your engagement and support. I also want to explain why this episode was so much shorter than normal. There were two reasons for that. One is because I'm completely losing my voice. And the other is that we were supposed to have a 15-minute long interview with Kubia to drop in. And it was at the very last minute when she canceled. So the content that you heard is everything that we had left. Also, I want to let all of you know that next week will be the final episode for Ed's case. You'll hear from Ed, his wife Kim, Allison of The Innocence Project, and as we close out Ed's case on the show, I will finally present to you my theory on Elnora's case. Keep sending in your thoughts, theories, and ideas to theories at truthandjusticepod.com. Send us new cases to cases at truthandjusticepod.com. Like the Facebook page or follow us on Twitter at truthjusticepod. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.